What is it that makes us so interested in what we don't understand? We're setting out to investigate everything strange, unusual, and scary in our world. They're going to be able to scan your brain and upload it to a computer. Some people think of it as like the greatest victory that we could ever have because right. it makes you immortal in a sense. I think it's terrifying. It Me is too. terrifying. We invite guests who bring their own personal perspectives. I mean, especially considering the fact that the overwhelming majority of UFO sightings and documentation occurs within miles of nuclear testing facilities. Yeah. They bring their own encounters with the paranormal. All of a sudden, I feel this whoosh of wind and this ringing in my ears so loud that makes me stand up straight. And we both had this moment of, you know, maybe we should get out of here. It was a hot summer day and a hot night, but when I went into this one room, it was freezing. And I, to this day, it felt like somebody was going to push me down the stairs. A few months into living at the new house, I was woken up to the lamps being on and the snow globe music box going off. Hello. And most of all, we just have a ton of fun. Jacques would never eat. Not a single bite. Just sip from his glass of wine. He was a vampire. He was a vampire. 100% a vampire. Holy buckets. My name is Ashley, and this is my co-host, Lauren. Hello, weirdos. And you are listening to Keep It Weird. Content warning. This episode includes strong language and discussion of violence. Trigger warning. <sighs> we're we're going to be talking about the Pappen sisters. All of the trigger warnings. I mean, they are they're they're disgusting. Listener discretion is advised. Ooh, let's uh let's start out talking shit. Ugh, my toilet overflowed the other day. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was I hate fun. That happens. I know. I had to. I had, I I'd gotten off of work, right? I got off work early and come home and use the restroom. I actually peed. Okay, so if anybody's wondering, I did not poop, but I'm talking. <laughs> I I peed. Immature people out there. I went. I went tinky winky, and yeah. So I I I peed and I flushed, and all of a sudden there's water and pee everywhere. Uh. And I had to come home early off of the basic fact that I needed some fucking rest. And I come home and my toilet overflowed. And I'm like, where the... I used maybe a square of toilet paper. What is going on here? So, but yeah, didn't something similar happen to you? (laughs) Something similar. (laughs) Let it out, girl. Let it out. Let it out. No, mine started yesterday. My amazing plumbing issues. So my kitchen sink really wasn't draining very well. And that happens sometimes. I live in a, like a redone, but older home. Right. And I mean, the plumbing's not the best because it's still the cast iron. And it's like $30,000 to replace all of it. So eh, let's start a GoFundMe for Amanda's plumbing. Let's start a GoFundMe for Amanda's plumbing. I will start a PayPal money pool. Yeah, because you had a pool of like, what, water everywhere? <laughs> so it's like, you know what? I guess it kind of makes sense. But anyways, continue. So, yeah. My, so this kitchen sink wasn't really draining very well. And then the laundry room flooded a little bit. Oh no. And then we started noticing that water was coming up from my wood floors <laughs> over by my AC unit. Oh, f- <laughs> shit. So yeah, we, um, it's flooded. <laughs> <laughs> My, like my son's room, it's like when you walk, you could just like hear the water splashing. Oh no. 
It was so bad. And guys, I mean, this is the extent of how pissed off Amanda will ever get. I, I can't even speak <laughs> right tonight. This is going to be interesting. So I'm so mad. But we had the plumbers come out today and yeah. they ran like the line and everything. Uh-huh. And they said that that's all they could do, that they fixed the kitchen side of it. Oh, okay. Um, he's like, but the AC, we can't touch that. He's like, you have to actually call an AC repairman out. And I was like, yeah, but it's water. You guys do water. Yeah. And the water is coming up. Like, I don't know. I thought plumbers did that. Well, apparently not. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks. So I had to pay the plumbers to come out and run the line through the kitchen thing. He left. He's like, it'll be, it's better than it was. But we still had this water all coming up. And so, so they didn't have like a water vacuum or something. I thought plumbers like carried one of those things. No, thankfully I have a, like a steam cleaner. Yeah. So I just, I didn't put any water down. I just took that and I just been... I mean, for hours today, I was going over and over and over and over the carpet um, to try to get that water out. Fuck. I mean, we're going to have to have new new carpet put in. We're going to have to have the wood floors replaced. Like, it messed up over by my kitchen. It messed up at the back of the house. Like, it wasn't like one little area. It was, it's a lot. So, I have insurance adjusters involved now, even though insurance... How home insurance does not cover plumbing. The PSA out there. It does not cover your pipes. Yeah. So if anybody ever, you know, yeah, get plumbing That's a totally insurance. separate insurance that apparently nobody wants to, wanted to tell us about. Plumbers. We're, we're first time homeowners. Oh, fucking. Like, and I mean, we just got screwed. Yeah, that's fucked up how people will, like, just be readily screwing people over that don't know what's going on because they're not being educated on it. That's not your fault. No, you know, like so. whenever you're going through the home buying process, um, I feel like that stuff should be. Yeah, it should be included in you. the contract. Yeah. Really, if you're a first time home buyer, they should be like, hey, you know, with insurance, you should do this, this, and this. Like, I hate insurance. Yeah. Like just dealing with them. But anyway, so we had called an AC company to come out and they couldn't get here until tomorrow. And we're like, all right, well, I guess we're just going to sit here and flood until then because what do we do? So I'm just having like this moment where I'm imagining you in bed. <laughs> we were both you just was, sitting on the couch watching TV, just like, what, what do we do? I was imagining y'all like fighting over the door in Titanic. <laughs> Floating around the house. <laughs> and then your kids are like on the other side, like, uh, when's the pizza gonna get here? Oh, starving mom. did come. I accept so- I ordered from the wrong place. That's a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> no, so Ben had this amazing idea. He's like, let me go get the wet vac and hook it up to the AC pipe where we know it's clogged. Right. Because we can tell like one part was dripping where it's supposed to, one part wasn't. You could like tell where it's clogged. Yeah. But we couldn't get it. Right. And so he's like, I'm just going to hook up the wet vac to that pipe duct tape around it to seal it go ben turned it on go ben yeah and you heard like a dunk 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 like this stuff all coming out of the pipe oh i mean good but like gross oh it was <laughs> gross oh it was so gross and i mean we did that and it's now dripping the right way and it's not dripping down the wall oh well that's good that's so good. we think we fixed it. okay well my prayers come to you mm. um Oh, you so. want to know weird coincidence? What's up? The fact it's that we like both have floods here? What's up? Our next door neighbors, like Crazy right one? behind this wall. Yeah. Same exact thing happening to them right now. <laughs> is it the crazy one? No. This no. is my nice neighbors, my friends. Aw. Same. Maybe. I mean, the same maybe. exact thing. 
maybe your crazy neighbor, the the <laughs> one that you told me about, like really was saving up a shit and she like decided to like sneak into both of your houses and she was probably like i'm gonna get them and so she comes in did i just mute myself okay she comes in and she's like and she's like i'm gonna just shit i'm gonna clog their their toilet and i'm gonna shit in their sink and i'm clogged did it like down my or shared sewer lines or something you know what mean put something down there you know what mean old lady neighbor bitch I don't, I don't like you. I hope you're hearing me on this podcast. I don't like you. Nobody does. I'm going to shit in your sink. How'd you, how'd that, how would you feel? <laughs> your sink? Shit in your sink. I'm going to shit in your sink and in your Which washer. What was that? That was Melissa McCarthy. Oh, was it? In Bridesmaids? I didn't know that. I need to watch that movie. I, I wasn't... Melissa McCarthy, I wasn't stealing from you. I'm sorry. I didn't watch that movie. She said she shits in the sink. Oh, okay. I'm going to call out a couple people real quick. Is that cool? Go for it. Okay. Well, first of all, um, family fandom chats. Did I say that right? Fandom. Yes. Fandom family. Okay. Family fandom chat. Fandom List- family chats. Fandom family. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> fandom family chats is my fandom- other podcast. Fandom family chats. I've shouted y'all out like 15 times now, but I was only supposed to shout y'all out twice. You know, one one for each Pappen sister. <laughs> the reason why is because I felt bad because I promised that I would call y'all out in every episode and we, we <laughs> failed to in the last one. So we had to save space because we had to instead... Um, wish amanda a happy anniversary last week you know because that is right because that's more important 10 years that was important family fandom chats fandom family chats whatever the hell your name is you and i both know that you're you're more important you got my heart but we're gonna be going to war okay (laughs) so that's just what happens um i also want to shout out Lindsay Hayes. Hayes. Hey. Hayes. Um, she is already a big fan of ours and she is someone that created our artwork. So thank you. I, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We love, we're a huge fan of yours. And um, Amanda, I told you that she loves your accent. She says it's a mixture. Aww. It's a, it's a spicy mixture of Midwestern and Dallas Indian. Dallas Indian. Is that right? Dallas Indian, Texan, whatever. Sure. I am a full Texan. Born and raised. As am I, That's but I saw most I just, of my days. <laughs> chilling Sorry, out, relaxing, maxing all cool while we're <laughs> shooting all that b-ball outside of the school. Did a couple of guys. Okay, anyways, um Stacy, Stacy Thompson. Hello. Also, also known as Sid Strange. She's also a big fan now. Um, I've known her since junior high school. We were best friends. And she has a what we are going to ca- start calling teeny tales. She has one that she has submitted and that will be read in our next episode when we discuss the diet di- love pass. Ooh. So yeah. And then one more. I've got some news for everybody. You ready for this? What? A 32 year old resident of Newark, Texas, Troy Arnold is requesting that whoever is stealing the peaches off of his tree in his front yard to cut it out. Officials say that they have not yet found the offender, and following an exhaustive search, all persons of interest have been questioned. No official suspect has been identified as all alibis lined up to the times of the robberies that occurred, several times on Arnold's front lawn. Friends and family described the thief as, quote, someone from Newark. We don't know. It could be anyone, really. They're probably missing a few teeth. (laughs) We reached out to law enforcement for an interview, but officials have declined to comment. The real crime here is millions of peaches. Peaches for me. Millions of peaches. 
peaches for free. Back mm. to you, Amanda. Who's ever stealing the peaches? Just stop. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. They're not your peaches. Yeah. It's not a neighborhood tree. Exactly. Millions of peaches. Stay away peaches. from his peaches. Stay the fuck away from, from Troy's peaches, damn Jeez. it. It's all he's it's all he's got. Okay, so <laughs> instead of it wasting your energy on stealing peaches, how about you waste your energy and listen to this episode about the Pappen sisters? It is called A Ghoul Friends Gag on a Nefarious Nightmare Podcast. Whoop, 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 whoop. What is it? The Pappen sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Two elephants in the room. Oh god. I yeah yeah. Um here's the thing. I and I don't intend on really spoiling it, but there is some incest in this case and I'm not particularly like <clears throat> Okay, let me just put it this way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You, this if, is going to be a hard one. If you're into that kind of thing, I'm not necessarily going to, like, quit being your friend. We might not... <laughs> Speak we, for yourself. We might not... We might not have a lot to talk about. <laughs> we might not have a lot in common. But, you know, I mean, if that's your thing, as long you as it's... As long you. as it's two consenting adults, awesome. Do you? Don't try to pull me into your triangle because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna participate. But, but personally, incest kind of grosses me out quite a lot, actually. Oh. So, so yeah, we're gonna kind of take this case kind of light. It's a very opposite from light case. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna have to have a palate cleanser after one part in it i was kind of hoping that this would be the palate cleanser to the Ooh. last episode no we're gonna need one like in the middle because i'm gonna have to say some stuff that people might need to clean the blood out of their ears awesome so massive trigger warning oh, oh. noted noted yes. noted oh god oh god and i'll kind of like say something before in case you guys don't want to hear the details now, the victims, the victims passed away in what, like the mid 30s or whatever. Yeah, like 1933. Okay. Uh, so we, this is why we're kind of taking this a little bit light is because it happened a very long time ago. And it's it was still a sad, sad situation. Yeah, the, it's still sad for the victims and we still feel for the victims. And I'm sure that they may have family members out there that are that are still even affected by this case today. So we do, if they are still around, I mean, even if they aren't, I mean, our hearts still go out to their family members, but God damn, I'm sorry, but like the, the Pappen sisters, guys, okay, let's go. Let's start. Yeah. Let's, let's roll. Okay. All right. I'm going to jump in. So Christine and Leah Pappen. Pappen. Papine. 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 <laughs> Grew up in Western 
France. Okay. The sisters were seven years apart in age, which actually surprised me. Yeah. Like, they kind of looked like, like closer. Yeah, they almost looked like twins. And then I really, yeah. I, I did not dive into this, but I mean, I've known a little bit about this case because of other podcasts I've listened to, obviously. But like, they they look a little bit like twins at first, but yeah, or even just the same age. But then, then you get to it and you're like, oh, well, that's okay. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, I know. They're gross. They, anyway, it, it surprised me. So Christine was born in 1905. Leah was born in 1911. Okay. They also had an older sister, Amelia. Okay. I think that's how you say her name. Who went on to be a nun after their father allegedly raped her. Oh. We're going to... They didn't come from the best of places, and I'm going to really kind of dig into that. Yeah. And it, they might make a little bit more sense. Right. So, Christine and Leah obviously grew up in a very dysfunctional household. Right. Violence, various types of molestation they went through. Um, so, in the parents were never very happy. Their names are Gustav and Clements. Clement. I think how you say it. These are all French names. I'm going to do my best. Right. <laughs> so Gustav and Clements. Okay. Those were these three girls' parents. So I already said Amelia was three years older than Christine. Okay. So first it was Amelia who was born in 1902. Christine was born in 1905. Leah was born in 1911. Okay. So, in 1913, the parents divorced. Good. Good. They needed to. <laughs> and it, a lot of that was because he had allegedly molested or raped yeah. Amelia. And right. apparently it was a loveless marriage, from what I'm gathering. Right. They didn't... They were together, I think, for convenience and not because they actually liked each other. Right. It was a sad situation that they that grew is, up in. That's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. Okay. Amelia and Christine, the two oldest, mm -hmm. were sent to a orphanage in House of Correction. Okay. Um, they were have said to be sent there because their mother just didn't want to deal with them anymore. That's she sad. never really wanted to deal with her kids. Um, two-year-old Leah, at the time of the divorce, was sent to live with an uncle. Okay. So they were separated. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they were all three separated. Okay. And then in 1918, which was like five years later, Leah went to the orphanage. But from what I'm gathering, she, when she got to the orphanage, that's when Amelia, the oldest sister, left uh, to join the convent. Okay. Christine, who was the middle one, wished to to join the covenant too. She wanted to go, but th apparently the mother said no. Okay. That it was like a disgrace that one of her daughters went. Why would she want two of her daughters to go be nuns? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. So she, uh, Christine was still a minor at this point, so she would have she had to have her parents' consent. Um. And what I was reading is back then it was up to 21. 
Yeah. So the girls didn't get to make their dumb decisions until they were 21 or older. Oh, wow. That's yeah. That's interesting. I know. I learned that, I learned that little tidbit. Oh, fun fact. Yeah. So that legal age anyways, back then was 21. Yeah. Which is now 18, which I don't know if that's any better. <laughs> that's a little scary because young too. Now well, that I'm I mean, a parent. Yeah, for real. Like, I feel like that's a little scary because uh, if, like, the age of consent is starting to dwindle, then, uh, okay, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's not go there. This is a fun podcast <laughs> of light and humorous and fun, happy mm-hmm. things and Pap and Sisters. Pap and Sisters. <laughs> Pap smear sister. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the Institute that the they were also sent to a mental institution a couple of these years leah and christine were um they were sent from the orphanage and they were sent to a mental institution to deal with the divorce okay um and the lasting effects that their dad had on them yeah is how we're gonna say it right so they were sent there in the institute, the sisters were thought to have been telepathic since they were never seen talking to each other or rarely they were, they were, I mean, they never spoke to anybody you know, else, to each other, But there anybody is, saw. There is a thing to that, though. There's apparently, like, siblings do have a little bit of a tele- telepathy between them. Yeah. Especially if they're twins. Which they weren't. They're seven years apart. That still just bother. It still boggles my mind. Yeah. But still, I mean, but but even though they're not twins, like, just think about it. Like, it's just kind of an interesting little thing where, and I'm mm-hmm. sure that all of our listeners out there who have, you know, siblings kind of get it. You know, even if you're not very close with your sibling, like if your sibling is, you know, in any kind of pain or hurt, you feel mm-hmm. it. It's weird. You so. know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So there was that. And... In 1926, they became live-in servants. Right. In the Lancelin's house. Okay. Renee Lancelin was a retired solicitor. Mm-hmm. And in the home was Renee, his wife, Leone. Leoni. Leoni. Okay. And their grown daughter, Genevieve. Okay. They had another daughter, but uh, she was living with her husband at this point she was already grown both of their daughters were grown okay one was married off one still up with them genevieve okay all right so to kind of give a little bit of an idea of what they did yeah they were just the pure house servants they cleaned they cooked they took care of the household um they were asked to work 14 hours a day with mm-hmm. half a day off each week, which is to me sounds so horrible. That's excessive, yeah. It is, yeah. but apparently that's that was common back then. That wasn't anything excessive. That was like the pretty standard. Yeah, okay. Which is very sad. It is sad. So the sisters usually kept to themselves while working. They never spoke to the Lancelins. Right. Um, Renee had never spoken to them. And the wife, Leone, she only communicated to them through written notes 
Wow. And she would always perform these white glove tests around the house to make sure there's no dust to be seen. Okay. But I've also heard that from the outside accounts, the family treated them perfectly fine. They ate the same food that the family ate. They had heat in their room. Right. They were paid standard rates for the time. Um, the family was envied by others for having such hardworking and dedicated help is what somebody had said. Okay, so basically we're just not going to play broken telephone and assume that the family treated them like shit because everybody is saying something different. Exactly. Okay, cool. So there's kind of like two sides, two stories. Obviously this happened in... Night, the, I mean, right now we're in 1927 or something. Right. But my, this incident happens in 1933. Right. My favorite, my favorite uh, saying about like there's you know the two sides of every story, it's actually three sides. It's your side, my side, and the truth. So exactly their side, the other side, and then the truth, and nobody really quite knows the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's exactly what it was. Cool, cool. My wisdom so, dropping some knowledge. so really that was pretty much the only backstories that we really have about them right there isn't like a ton that you can find out there that was i mean i found stuff but then i found other stuff saying other things and it's so hard to know what is the actual truth and i only want to say the only actual truth so just things i'm going to say are the actual things that i've seen on multiple sources and not just one or another got it so we're gonna go pretty fast i think actually today okay so now we're gonna jump into february 2nd of 1933 which was the day this horrible incident happened okay the sisters christine and leah Mm -hmm. had picked up an iron from the repair shop that day when they returned home with it and plugged it in, it blew a fuse. Oh, fun. And the like, the whole house like went dark. Okay. Well, the family was not supposed to be home that night until mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. So the sisters said, we're just going to deal with it in the morning mm-hmm. since it was already late. And they just went to their rooms and left it. But the mother, Madame Leone... Mm -hmm. And Genevieve, the daughter, Mm -hmm. returned home to change because they had gone shopping before dinner. Mm -hmm. So when she walked in, the whole house was like dark. And she was mad because the girls had blown another fuse. Apparently this wasn't the first time this had happened. Right. So she apparently was mad, went into like a violent rage. And... This next part's going to be fun to read. (laughs) Is this a trigger? Trigger warning? This could be. This is going to be the part that's going to be the hardest to hear and the hardest for me to read. Oh, God. So, hopefully I don't run through it too fast. (laughs) I did eat today. So. Uh, (laughs) so, Warning out there, everybody. (laughs) Oh, God. If you don't want to listen to this, then skip Fast forward. Fast forward a little bit. Yeah, 15 seconds. (laughs) All right. That made her violent rage mm-hmm. made Christine smash a pewter jug onto Leone's head. Okay. Which then led, 
Genevieve to attack Christine. Oh. Leah was running down the stairs at this time. Christine shouted at her, I'm going to massacre them. I'm translating this stuff into English for us. Okay. <laughs> but she says, I'm going to massacre them. Okay. So apparently Christine started screaming at Leah to smash her head into the ground and tear out her eyes. Oh. Speaking about Leone, because Christine oh. was holding down Genevieve at this time. So Leah did just that. Mm-hmm. While Christine did the same exact thing to Genevieve, side by side. Why? Why? At this point, Leone and Genevieve are both still alive. Oh fuck that! With no eyes. Oh my god! Can you imagine the horror? Like you are alive, but you're dealing with all that shit, and you can't see what's going on. Yeah. I don't I mean, know they, what I I would prefer. Would I prefer to see what's going on or not? I don't know, but don't fucking rip my eyes out. Ugh. They said like one eyeball was like intact, like okay, halfway wait. up the stairs. Uh, no, like no. they threw them. Like it was. <laughs> hey, oh I'm God. the one who had to read a lot more. Okay, so here's <laughs> what I'm gonna do real quick. To those of you that forgot or that skipped the memo of skipping ahead, if you didn't want to hear this. I'm going to paint a real pretty picture for everybody real quick, okay? Just to help palate cleanse. So, pretty much Amanda just said that one of the eyeballs were still intact and trailing up the stairs. So, I want you to imagine that you are watching this on Saturday Night Live. (laughs) And you're watching it on Saturday Night Live. And you see, like, somebody taking it and wrapping it around a box for a present. And then <laughs> Sherry O'Terry comes in and says, Simma down now. <laughs> oh, God. Simma, Simma down now. Okay, done. <laughs> done. All right. That helped. Okay, <laughs> good. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. All right. So they were still alive. Ugh. The sisters then, I think it was actually just Christine, mm-hmm. ran to the kitchen and got a hammer, a knife, and a pewter pot. Okay. And then the sisters just went into bashing their faces in. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. The sisters bashed their own faces in. No, the sisters bashed Leone's and Genevieve. Genevieve's. Wow. Yeah, Genevieve's. Can you imagine though? <laughs> like, if, in. If, they were, if they were like, fuck everything, and they just bashed each other's faces. I mean, apparently, and they were like, how they said i mean because they were very open about what they did and they confessed everything they said that first christine said i used the hammer and leah used the knife and then we traded and then i used the knife and she used the hammer they were in sync and then we both kind of used the pewter pot back and forth wow they were apparently this is like a dance to them yeah i mean we're talking about insane guys so French romanticism. Anyway, they did this. They said that this went on. This whole thing went on for about two hours. Good Lord. Yes. So after they were not moving anymore, mm-hmm. they lifted their dresses and started cutting into their buttocks. Their ass. They were cutting in their ass. Amanda was. Were they cutting in their ass cheeks? <laughs> their booties. And their ass cheeks. Was it their butthole or? It was it was everything down there. It was okay. uh, 
So then they give them a second asshole? Butts, thighs, and more. Okay, so vagina and With the knife. They just, like, chopped them all up down there. Okay, I'm going to be sick. No, you're not. Not yet. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. In their final act. I can't. Okay. I'm going to be, I think my stomach's starting to hurt. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to say it fast, guys. Cover your ears. No, I need you to say it slow. Okay. Mm -hmm. In their final act, they basted, like with a baster. No. (laughs) Leonis with Genevieve menstrual blood gross ah that's disgusting <laughs> I don't try, I can't. It's the same so thing wow so it's here right here real quick mm. you 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 brought that up and we were talking earlier about that movie thanks killing <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just so bad. Oh my god. Okay. But I All do right. have like a little um, fun fact okay. after that. <laughs> uh. Oh god. Uh, fun fact. Okay. Oh, well, but I, <laughs> I have it. <laughs> you to recover. <laughs> no. I'm not. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I'm gonna go throw up. No, no. Okay, okay. All right, I'm done. You tell me when you're ready for my fun fact. <laughs> I am. I am always ready for your fun fact. Okay, go for it. Fun fact: the Pappen sisters also had their periods at the same time. Oh God! <laughs> but apparently, they never had one again after. Oh, okay, so this was like ritualistic in some kind of way. It was, they said it was like psychological, menstrual, something. Okay. I wrote it down somewhere, but I can't find that right now. Uh, but it's like some kind of like mental block. And they, like, they, they, apparently both the sisters never had a period again after these murders. I'm still on the turkey based. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Dude. okay, okay. Uh, okay, cool. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Told you it wasn't pretty. No, it's not. Told you. <clears throat> so. Uh, here we go again. Okay. Alright. Am I prepared for this? So. Forgot his name. Renee. Sorry. Alright. Renee. Renee. Hey, Courtney. What's up? You tend to deal with more of the production side of this podcast. Uh What kind of tools do you use? Well, I actually use a few things, but my favorite one I use is a really cool program called Anchor. Really? Yeah, it's by far the easiest way to create a podcast. They provide creation tools that allow you to record. You can also edit your podcast right from your computer or cell phone. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So how do you push your podcast to different platforms? Dude, Anchor does it all for you. They distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. 
platforms. That's cool. Yeah. On top of us wrangling our kids, working full time, doing research, that does seem to cut down a lot of the time, huh? Oh, yeah. How come we didn't know about this sooner? Honestly, I really don't know. But one of the best parts about this is you don't have to have a minimum number of listeners or plays to monetize off your podcast. That's awesome. That helps us become one step closer to helping donate back to the victims and their families. Yeah, that's important. But how much does it cost to use Anchor? Well, are you ready for this? Yeah, bring it on. It's free. Dude. Dude. That's awesome. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The song used in the following promo is called Audio Realm by Pariah. Hey, this is Courtney from a true crime and paranormal podcast called The Nefarious Nightmare. I'm here to tell you about KYLRclothing.com. KYLR is another ally for victims and against the heinous acts caused by sex offenders, rapists, and pedophiles. Their mission states that the realization of how common sexual assault is, and in most cases, the perpetrator gets a slap on the hand, leaving the victim scarred for life and without justice. That is the drive in which this company was created. Their goal is not only to raise awareness on the disgust disgusting commonality of sexual assault, but also to let the victims know that they are not alone and that we are in their corner. They say they look forward to working with and donating a portion of their yearly profits to local battered women's shelters and other charities. Go check out KYLRclothing.com. That is KYLRclothing.com. And let's work together to make rapists afraid again. There are nearly 2,000 original feature films and documentaries in the Netflix catalog, and that number is only growing. So I've made it my mission to watch them all. Nope, that's a lie, but I'm going to watch as many as I possibly can. In each episode, I'll be joined by a delightful guest, full disclosure, usually my brother Ryan, where we'll rate, review, and discuss the movie or documentary in two parts, spoiler-free in the first half and spoiler city in the second half. And as much as we'd love to watch and chill with you, Unfortunately, we're watching Netflix without you. Listen to Watching Netflix Without You on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. He was at his brother-in-law's house, or Mm -hmm. his brother's house, and that is where Leone and Genevieve were supposed to be meeting him at for dinner. But obviously they never showed up. Okay. For... Obvious reasons. They were busy. (laughs) They were busy. (laughs) And so after a few hours, he got worried about them and went home. He said all the lights were off. I can't with your face right now. Oh my God. Do you need a longer palate cleanser? No. Do you need another fun fact? Okay. After, after this week, and then I mean, I already knew a little bit about what was going on, but I told I don't know if anybody told me about the the turkey basters or not. <laughs> I don't know if my mind blocked it out, but but it's there, and it will oh, forever no. just remain in my head. It, it's never leaving my mind. Oh God, sadly, very very. <gasps> This is so entertaining, I swear. Okay. Okay, let's... (laughs) Okay, let's go. Let's keep going. All right. I'm like... I'm sorry, Amanda. I just couldn't... I couldn't stop. I'm missing some notes. So I'm like, I'm going to have to go through memory here. All right. 
Okay, I'll just start over. Okay, so Renee was supposed to be meeting Leone and Genevieve for dinner at his brother or brother-in-law's house. Right. They, they never busy. showed up. So he went home a few hours later. Mm-hmm. Noticed that none of the lights were on except the maid's chamber. Okay. He said he knocked on the door. He couldn't get in. It was locked. Apparently he had like tried for like two hours to get into the house. He couldn't get into it. Right. So then he went to the police station. They came and they were eventually able to get into the house like through a back window, I believe. Okay. Or something. And um, when they got in, they, of course, saw this carnage. Yeah, the, from the quote of the the police officer that was there, he quoted it as a blood orgy. Okay. So he walked into this blood orgy. <laughs> right. And, you know, Renee obviously walked in, saw this. He's devastated. This is his wife and his daughter laying here with their skirts still up. Yeah, but that's that's awful, though. Like, I mean, I am putting aside the humor as best as I can. That's awful. It is. It really is. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, walking in and seeing. No, yeah. I mean. Anything like that. I mean, geez, Louise. Uh, and he actually got really scared about Leah and Christine and oh, raced shit, yeah. up to their rooms, expecting them to be slaughtered. That, yeah. And he said he was severely, like, worried for them, ran up there. The police went up there with them. They walked in, found the sisters in bed naked together, covered in blood with all the murder weapons around them. They did the incest. Okay. Gross. Maybe they were just cuddling. Who knows? Naked. (laughs) Naked. Covered in blood. It just sounds like a ritual of some nasty Uh, sort right now. mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, they confessed right away. Okay. They they said they laid in that bed just waiting for the inevitable. Mm-hmm. So they knew it was coming. After in prison, Leah remained very quiet, reserved, scared. While crazy Christine, mm-hmm. her behaviors such as paranorma, 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 paranoia. That's, you know what? That's our new. That's going to be our new mascot so we've got we've got casper the ghost yeah we have the um the friendly ghost of him his name is uh, cthulhu we have cthulhu Cthulhu. now we have what's the name the paranorma paranorma and the pap smear sisters (laughs) paranorma wow guys paranoia that sounds like outrage. A, that sounds like a badass band. I'm sorry. Paranorma and the Pap Smear Sisters. <laughs> I was going to say Paranorma and the Outrage. That yes! Sounds like, that sounds like a good band name. Paranorma and the Outrage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently all these behaviors of hers got way worse behind bars. Yeah. At one point, she tried to gouge her own eyes out, mm-hmm. forcing officers to keep her in a straitjacket until her court date. Wow. I don't hear about straight jackets anymore. No. There's another thing that's in this case that you don't hear much about anymore either. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a 
Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Cool, cool, cool. I, I feel, I, I gotta say, as much as I think that both of these bitches are disgusting pieces of shit, I do kind of feel sorry for Leah a little bit. Like, I feel like she yes. was kind of um, coerced into doing this shit. She was... Because once they were able to separate her from Christine... Yeah. She just turned into, like, this lost little puppy and didn't really know what to do, how to act. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't know anything because everything she did, Christine told her how to do. Mm-hmm. Yep, she and was coerced. She was brainwashed, pretty much. <sighs> what they're thinking. Yeah. I don't know. You're, I've, I'm not very sure about Leah, to be honest, but we'll uh, get there. I'll explain that. Yeah, no, that's cool. But, I mean, I'm just, I'm just imagining that Christine's, like, the 1930s, like, French version of Shelly Notek. So I'm already, like, yeah. fucking, I'm angry. So, no, she's make fun of that something bitch. else, man. Yeah. So people had different theories on why the sisters did this. Okay. Before their court date and everything came up, all these theories were kind of going around. I just wrote down two because those were the main ones. Mm-hmm. The other few were like, maybe it was this, but they all sounded pretty ridiculous. So right. these are my main two. Some believe that Christine and Leah had a psychotic disorder mm-hmm. called Folies à deux, which is French. And it's described as sharing of delusional ideas by two people who are closely associated. Okay. That That's- actually sounds pretty believable to me yeah no i i agree i absolutely agree well we'll touch up on that in another episode but i 110 percent agree yeah so. so i could see that and then the other one was many thought that the sisters actions were a rebellion against the upper class and... i don't really feel like that one fits this case no because like they were fine and then they weren't yeah, so. and apparently they had, like, a lot of money, like, s- saved up. Yeah. And I don't know, just the stuff that I'm reading and going through, that was just, a, that was a huge, they had rallies over it and everything even back then. Yeah. Because of this. Right. So I had to add that in there, but I don't, I think it was some kind of psychological. Were there any, like, them. extremely wild theories about this? Not really. Oh. Nothing that was, like weird or strange oh man Kicking i know rocks all the way down to woad okay i know nothing that that you know i could find right. unless you've heard of something Please no you. i i haven't i was hoping you had something <laughs> no i mean the they they pretty much confessed right away and wait they, was it aliens it might have been aliens 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 wormed their way into their brains and made them do this. They, um, even with the probing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the turkey baster. Jeez Louise. Okay, anyway, let's, let's move on. <sighs> so, Christine was obviously the ringleader. Yeah. They could, everybody could see this. Mm-hmm. She was sentenced to death by guillotine in the right. public square. That's what I was. How is that? First of all, that was one of the other things that you don't hear about people using anymore. Second, no. The last one that was used was actually in France. Wasn't that like in 1970-something? Yeah, it was like pretty late. It was pretty surprising to me. 
Yeah. It was like the 60, 60s or 70s. Right. I believe. That is fucking, that is dramatic, though. You guys out like, there that have to tell us. Yeah. I th- so something is either, like, I'm remembering it from, like, a, again, another podcast. It was either the 70s or, like, the very early 90s, but I'm leaning more towards the 70s. So. Yeah. I think you're right. It sounds right when you said it. Yeah. Because I did. I didn't write it down, but I, I went through that. Yeah. Actually, I was watching a documentary the other day that told me that. Oh. I'm bored. It was actually one of Ben's documentaries that I really didn't want to watch, but he put on. So I was, like, forced to sit there. And it ended up actually being pretty interesting. Yeah, those usually so. are. Um, so... Where was I at? I was saying something and I completely just spaced out. So yeah, anyway, continue. Because it was something um, having to do with the case, but I completely. Yeah. Oh yeah. You were. Yeah, I was agreeing with you. Okay. Yeah, I was agreeing with you that that was like super dramatic way to like execute somebody to the guillotine in the public square. (laughs) So get thee there. Get your head (laughs) off with that. Shame. (laughs) Shame. That's all I can think of. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, man. So, however, she tried to harm herself, which caused the court to reduce her sentence mm-hmm. to life in prison instead of the guillotine. Okay. Because they said it was she was not mentally stable. So they would not cut off her head. Right. So they were just basically like kind of like. So she's going to sit here forever. Like, that's pla- any better. Pleading, insati- pleading insanity rather than. Okay, got it. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like life in prison is worse than death. No shit. Yeah. I mean, I've never yeah. been to jail or prison, but I do work somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. I was like, hey. That might so. as well be a prison. Okay. She ended up killing herself pretty much. Oh. She ended up starving herself. She refused to eat drink anything and she ultimately died in a mental institution in 1937 that's sad so only four years after the murders she was gone and she probably she she killed herself long slow death yeah imagine that's painful like you're starving and thirsting to death what's the right word for that but anyways I mean, everything shuts down one by one. Like, yeah. At least she had a really bad death. I mean, I mean, it's sad, but at the same time, yeah, fuck that piece of shit. <laughs> we're, t- we're talking about a crazy person here, so we can say that. Yeah. So, Leah, on the other hand, she was seen as only an accomplice, mm-hmm. and she was sentenced to 10 years in prison for her actions in this crime. Mm-hmm. Which to me was a little too short. A little bit. A bit, just but bit. good news, she got out early for good behavior. Oh, but she only served eight years. Oh wow! For gouging somebody's eyes out and beating them to a pulp, mm-hmm. basting them, basting them. Oh my god! Like come, eight years, eight years. Don't master- one was going to the guillotine in the public square and one walked out after eight years. Don't masturbate. So. <laughs> Oh, I do have a quote. <laughs> I was. No, I, I actually was, have three different quotes. Okay, I was inwardly betting with myself. I bet Amanda has a quote. I'm I got gonna, three. 
I'm going to I got three because, and I actually had to chalk it down because I could have done more of these because there are some really good quotes that came out of this case. (laughs) So this first one is going to be from Renee. Okay. And this is what he said uh, during like the court proceedings. Okay. All right. And this this is all translated from French to English. So it might not sound perfect, but you'll get the gist of it. But this is a direct quote. This quarrel with the mother certainly sourced the character of the girls who became sour and tactum. Since that time, neither my wife nor I had exchanged conversations with them outside of service. They were polite. We felt that the observations would be poorly received. And as our house service was very well done... We did not give rise to any criticism. We were always patient. Cool. So that's his two cents. Okay. Of what he said about him. Which I feel like was pretty. That's the story we got. Yeah. Basically, he was just kind of defending himself. Like, we weren't like rude or anything to them. What the fuck? Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, he's just like, we, they did their job. They were nice. We didn't really bother him. Yeah. <laughs> like Or Renee. Yeah. Exactly. Renee, you're probably not alive, but I'm sending you a hug. No. He's not, he's not alive. <laughs> <laughs> he was a retired solicitor in 1933. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Renee. Yes. So, like I said, after Leah's long-term sentence of eight years... A whole fucking eight years. That's a long, huge time. That's a whole eight-year-old. So after her release, she she went to live a pretty quiet life. Mm -hmm. She moved in with her mother Mm -hmm. after her release. Mm. She was a hotel maid, but went under a different name of Marie. Okay. I remember reading about this. Yep. Mm -hmm. So she, uh... She just had a pretty quiet life. She is believed to have died in 1982. Mm-hmm. But a French filmmaker named Claude Ventura, who made a documentary film. The film is called In Search of the Papin Sisters. Mm-hmm. It's a French film. He claimed that he found Leah alive in hospice in France in 2001. And there is a picture that people claim is her. So then that's from the film. Oh, that's from the film. That's from that's a yes. Okay. Because they said that you could see her in his film. Okay. Well, we will make sure that we include that in the Instagram with our show notes and things like that. Yeah. So she uh she was partly paralyzed due to a stroke and she could not speak to him. Mm-hmm. Though she was shown in the film, like I said. This Leah died in 2001. Mm-hmm. It's not proven that this was the actual correct Leah. Right. So she either died in 1982 or 2001. Right. We really don't know for an absolute fact, which is really odd to me. Mm-hmm. But let's roll with it. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. And 
1966, somebody interviewed um, Leah. So this was after she got out of prison and she was working as a maid and everything. Right. And it's a very long quote, but the last two little sentences will kind of show you how why, why I think Leah is... She should not have been freed. Oh, God. And that's it. This is like my... This is a quote. So I'm going to quote it. Okay. This is a quote from Leah Pappen in 1966. Okay. She says, Christine watches me. She's always beautiful and young. She smiles as in the old days with irony. I come apart. I shrivel up. I sweat from fear. I faint. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did, oh. So, first of all, like, I was starting to be like, oh, she misses her sister. But then she said irony. A little too much. A little bit. <laughs> well, oh. I miss my brother too, but she said irony. She said irony. And. Mm, Y'all know what joke I was about to get. Okay, anyways. <laughs> okay. She smiles with irony. Of course she does. Of course. She smiles with irony. Oh, she's... In the old days. <laughs> my do- Okay. So anyway. that's my that's my kind of short take on the Pappen sisters. Oh. I could probably write a 20-page paper on this case. Uh, you don't want to hear all the pretty boring details. And a right. lot of it was in French. I had to do a lot of um, you did a, stuff called? You did a great job translating. on this. You translating. Did a, <laughs> you did a great job on this case, Amanda. I, um, I commend you for not needing any kind of antidepressant or anti-anxiety or <laughs> um, anything. I, I mean, I, I sincerely hope that <laughs> through that, I'm so you, you are a strong, strong woman. Look at you. you I just, am. She's a goddess. Amanda, the goddess. Everybody round of applause. Yay. Yay. I don't hear you guys. I hear them in spirit. Everybody. We've got. <laughs> yeah. Love me. Love me. <laughs> I do have one more quote for you guys before we go, though. Let's do it. And this one is from Christine herself. Is is this one gross? No. But this is what she said whenever she was imprisoned, Mm -hmm. before she wasted away. (laughs) She said, and quote, Mm -hmm. my crime is great enough for me to tell the truth. End quote. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is where my mind went. My crime is great enough for me to tell the truth. <laughs> Papin. Papa. By Calvin Klein. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where I was going with it. You did a great job. Oh my gosh, look at us. We are in sync, just like the Papin sisters. But we are not. We are not. We're not Papin. that close. We're not that close. I love you, but... Oh, I love you, too. I love you, too. I won't murder for you. It's really weird, because aren't we seven years apart? 
Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, we are not going to be nicknamed the Papin Sisters. I am not going for that. And if we are, I am Leah. <laughs> you can be Chris- crazy Christine over there. How about no? <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. We what are... I would be the other Papin sister. I would rather be called um, a plunger. Okay? <laughs> Fuck that. Them bitches are gross. Ugh. I, they? Oh, Isn't that God. insane? Disgusting. Disgusting, vile creatures they are. And here's a fun fact. Not that this podcast is anything about me, but I am at least a third French and I'm disgusted. I'm mad. You're mad about your history? A little bit. I mean, yeah. not really, but fucking... I... Uh, yeah. I just... If I find out that I'm related to these bitches... <laughs> I don't think they ever procreated. I, somebody did. Any of them. There's <laughs> <million of> none. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and claim my Native American ancestry. Fuck that. There you go. You know, because... They the badasses. So, but anyways, all right. Well, that was a that was that was, that was a, fun. That was a vomit inducing. Um, you did a great job, Amanda. This was Hi. this has been a lot of fun. Do you have any news or anything? Hmm. Oh, we went to medieval times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know you love my randomness. It's random, but it's really funny because it kind of makes sense. Uh, okay. Anyways, all right. Well, they went to medieval times. That was that. Woo-hoo! Celebrate that the was, first week of school. Yeah. Well, was the was the Papin sisters in the medieval, medieval times kind of? Not really. No, that was later than that. But they talked about guillotines at the medieval times. So torture. Yeah. I don't know about turkey basters, but they did give you like a miniature turkey for for dinner. Half a chicken. Oh, whatever. You know, they based those two, I'm sure. All right. Well, okay. Well, that was our, um, that was a girlfriend's gag. Make sure you uh, follow us on all the things and um, leave us a four or five star rating and a review with your Dude, we're now on TikTok. Oh, yeah. We're on TikTok. Yeah. You'll find us on TikTok and follow us. Nefarious Nightmare Pod. Follow us. We're not really going to post very much on there, but we're still on there. <laughs> well, Amanda, you can post on there if you want. Like, I've posted a couple of things, but frankly, I, I frankly, I really, I really do not like TikTok at all. I love TikTok. Okay, well, you know, you can do the TikTok and I'll, I'll stick with the Instagram. How about that? Okay, I'll yeah. try. <laughs> yeah we're on tiki talk um make sure you like us um on all the things um again leave that four or five star review on itunes we're giving away merch um that uh contest is going to end in the middle of september or maybe at the beginning of october i haven't decided yet we've only got 11 ratings but only like nine reviews so come on bring them Keep on going, bring them guys on. um and uh, and as always you know don't don't be don't be a pap and sister no i'm kidding don't be a dick. And wear deodorant. Yeah, wear a lot of deodorant after this one because... Spread ugh. it on. Just you just smear it. Smear! like Under pap, your boobs, too. Pap smear. Yes. 
Bye-bye. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to A Nefarious Nightmare. Music used in this podcast was created by Ghost Stories Incorporated. You can find their music on bandcamp.com. We do have social media. You can follow us at our Facebook page, at A Nefarious Nightmare, or you can follow our Instagram, Nefarious Nightmare Pod. If you have any stories of paranormal instances that have happened to you or ideas for true crime, please email us at a nefarious nightmare at gmail.com. Thank you very much and take care.